So we're here on a the second episode of Sunday Sit Down, brought by the good folks here at Couch Coach Live. I got a good friend here of uh, the uh, my man Keith from the from the Vault podcast. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem, man. So you know, we, we I see you. You see you doing your thing, getting getting started in, uh, um, with the, with the podcast, man. Just tell us about the journey, man. So far, um, so far, man. I start I started it Monday. I'm doing it every other day. I, when I first had the, initially had the idea, I wanted to do it every day until after I did that first episode. And I, you know, and I'm like, all right, this ain't nothing. I'm trying to do every day. At least not right now. So I'm doing it every every other day. You know, it's just something I love to do, man. I love to talk about sports. And everybody I've, came, I've come in contact with, they always told me to do this. You know, I was, honestly, man, I should have gotten this back in, like, 2016. That, that's when they was telling me do this. You know what I mean? But I'm here, and so far, so good. You know, I'm going to keep it rolling. Yeah, man, I definitely know the feeling, man. It took me a while to kind of get it in, like, you know, get the confidence going. But, hey, you launch, you start, and continue. It don't even matter. That's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just keep keep the train rolling, man. So um, tell me just a little bit about your podcast, like what you discuss on the podcast, certain things and what have you. Okay, man. Um, sport based podcast. Um, I talk about all sports. I try to stick to sometimes the major topics going on. You know, when you're dealing with all the sports, it's hard to really get all get everything in there. So I tend to try to just talk about the main sports and then i'll have some people that want certain topics and so i give them that and right now right now it's like a 30 minute clip 30 minutes nothing too long nothing too short i just straight audio you know until i probably after a month in, i probably start doing actual live shows you know try to get a studio together so but right now man from the vault the name Honestly, it came from a group of my brothers. We came up with that name before. I, you know, it was called From the Vault, FTV to keep it short. And as I started the show, I said, you know, that's the name I'm going to use. That's the name I'm going to roll with. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know, we uh, we talked. So, and of course, my man got the Steelers jersey. Yeah, you, you know, know, I got, yeah, I got, I got the going on, you know. Rep, rep going. your boy AB, um, the, <laughs> the cover of uh, the cover boy Madden, uh, one, of the, one of the victims of the Madden curse, put it that way. But hey, yeah, yeah, hey. <laughs> and, we're, and we'll definitely touch on the Steelers. And also, we found common interest, man. We're both fans of the Chicago Bulls. Yes, sir. Even in even in the bad times, you know, we just went over this the, the last dance and the, you know everything with the dynasty. We're twenty two years removed from that fantasy ride, and now present day, man. Let's talk about pretty much the present day Chicago Bulls. Uh, we know now that there's a, a regime change with the new general manager. Everything's going on, and then well, let's talk about first about this um, the new general manager, um, Mark Eversley. And just your thoughts on just the hire and, and what have you. Well, honestly, I, I honestly like the move. I really do. You know, he's the first black GM, I believe, for the Bulls. And um, he's already well-respected around the league. You know, and interesting, if, if some people don't know, he wanted, when he was with the Raptors, I believe, what, 2000, I want to say 06, he initially wanted them to get Paul George. He knew what Paul George was going to become. You know what I mean? So the guy, he knows talent. 
So especially with Chicago and our young guys, I man, sky's the limit for us right now, man. That we young right now, yo. We we really uh I feel like I feel like we're gonna be in the playoffs two years guaranteed. Give us yeah. two years. I really feel we can get back in the playoffs guaranteed. I agree. I agree. That's like you said, this is a young, talented team. I think it's just more so of just and then getting the right people in. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Boylan has to go. My personal I'm opinion. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing because this, his type of mentality on that young team, because I don't know if you remember the story when he was getting guys to, to punch in and punch out, like, you know, like back in the day when people yeah. used to punch in town. You can't. You can, I'm sorry, you cannot, these 25 million, 25 year old, 20 something, 20 plus year old millionaires, they're not going to punch a clock. Let's, let's just stop with, you don't have a veteran team. I can understand if you have veteran guys, they can buy into that. We talk about 20, like 25, probably the oldest players, probably like 27, 28, if they're probably. They're not going to buy into that. Young came up right there, man. Right. And I'm just like, man, these guys ain't gonna be punched in the no clock and gonna believe that. It's, it's just ridiculous. I'm, I'm with you on that one, man. I mean, it, he has to go. And Thanks. this is a big to me. This is a big offseason for us, man. Far yeah. as GM and far as who we bring in next for the head coach. You know what I mean? Now I'm gonna be real with you. If they if 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 they resign him, then that that tells me everything I need to know. Right, right. That tells me everything I need to know, man. But this is a big off season for us. I can't wait for it. I'm telling you, I can't wait for it. I, I honestly think we there, man. I think we just, if we can land a superstar, mm-hmm. which is possible, you know yeah. what I mean? If we can land a superstar, I think we got the talent to make it happen, especially in the East. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's, you know, and it's funny because when you look at this team, they – What's weird about it? They're in like pretty much in a weird position because they're only, I want to say, about like six or seven games out of Orlando for that last spot. But then there are three, three games behind Cleveland for the worst record in the East. So it's 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 just they're in a very weird situation. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, that's one of the things where I do see that. Um, I do see it coming back around. I mean, it turning it back around. And I think getting a new getting the head coach is definitely gonna help. And um, I mean, yeah. And the thing I really want to ask you the question, this is one thing, and this kind of topic that we talked about last week um on on the uh, on Couch Coach Live. How when the NBA is coming back and how they're trying to bring certain teams. I know now there there's rumors that hey, it could be potentially 20 teams that are coming back. Yeah. Is it, as a Bulls fan, would you want this team to come back and compete for the final spot in the playoffs? No, thank you. No, it, it's it's no point. No point. I mean, only way I can see teams competing or wanting to come back is if you realistically believe you have a, a chance to win the finals. We we not that. It, it, it's not our year. Who who if we were to come back to compete for that last spot, we're fooling ourselves. You know what I mean? This, nah, this. Call it quits, man. You know what I mean? Cut your ties off now. Start fresh next year. You know what I mean? Every everything gonna be new, energized, new energy in that and that just the franchise in general, it'll be new energy. Nah, we gotta stay home, man. Ain't no point in coming back. Yeah, and like I said, it's one of the things where 
the summer's over. I mean, the summer's starting. Get ready because I, I'm assuming that the season's gonna start in December. Get the guys ready for for um for December, the end of the year, and just you know start anew. And we and like you saying, we just cleaned house, so you need to kind of let them clean house and let us let the guys just take the summer off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree 100, percent man. Ain't no need in coming back. It really yeah. isn't. There's no need. I agree. I totally agree. And I'm glad as a, as a, as a fellow Bulls fan, you, we, we are in unison in that decision. Cause yes, it's pointless. Yes, yes. It's pointless. But don't get so, wrong. Yeah. You got some, you got some Bulls fans that want us to, to compete. Yeah, I, right. I don't understand them, but. <laughs> right. The biggest event for me is going to be the draft lottery. I'm sorry, but that's, 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 that's what's going to be for me to be real with you. As a Bulls fan. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> with you on that one. This, this is a draft class that I feel like is loaded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's loaded. I mean, honestly, Chicago should have a top five pick. We should. We should. We, we should yeah. have a top five pick this year. And if we get a top five pick, I feel like you could, you can't go wrong, especially without GM, without new GM. You can't go wrong. I know he's going to get us the right guy for the job. Absolutely. And speaking of that, so – who should be the head coach of the Chicago Bulls going forward? I, I I'd be kidding myself if I said it was a hard decision, but honestly, <laughs> I like um Kevin's. I, I may be pronouncing his last name right, but the old head coach for the Knicks, um, Kevin Stefigi or um, oh, I can't, I'm not um, pronouncing his last name right. Um, oh, I think I know you. He said Kevin. Um, I know I'm not pronouncing his last name right, but um, he was. The, he mm-hmm. stepped down for the Nets last year. Oh, what? Atkinson, Kenny, Kenny Atkinson. Yeah, 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 yeah Kenny yeah, Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I got that. Oh, other hey. from. Yep. Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. Yep. Correct. What he did for the Nets last year, or just in general when he joined them, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what we need. We need instant change. If you go back, when he went to every year he was with them, they improved every year. They improved every year. You know, he, he was under um, Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni's a good coach. Yep. You know what I mean? He he was just understudy. He went, you know what I mean? He's with the Nets and he turned that front and he to me he turned him around. He turned into a playoff uh team. Right. And I definitely feel like minus the addition of Katie and Kyrie before that, I definitely believe we have a we had a better squad than what he originally walked into with the Nets. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I that's the coach I honestly want us to go after. I really do. What he I, did, like I said, what he did with the Nets, that's enough for me. What that showed me everything. Yeah, because I remember, um, you know, because with Kenny Atkinson, he's a um, guy I kind of follow because um, I'm a fan. Of, he's an alum of University of Richmond. He used to be on a part of the um, – it was the 88 squad that went to the Sweet 16. So he's like one of uh, – he's like a legend at University of Richmond. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here – and I used to feel sorry for him. I'm like, oh, God, like, why is Kenny going here? Because you got to think about it. He came into a situation, remember, where they pretty much tanked their future with all those draft picks going to Boston. And I'm like – He's not going to be able to rebuild his team. He's not going to be able to build his team with first quality first round draft picks. I'm like, man, Kenny's he Kenny walking into something that's just that that ain't going to go well. But he surprised, like you said, surprisingly did a great job. Where every year you've seen them take take the next step and take the next leap, even without the resources that most essentially most teams get. You know, like you the first round first round picks and what have you, able to 
improve your team the old-fashioned way, he kind of got robbed of some of those opportunities because of the, the KG and the Paul De- Pierce trade. But De- um, yeah. definitely. But I'm yeah. telling you, I think I think he's a man for the job, man. I'm telling you, like I said, this, to me, this is a big year. This is a big off season for us, and I'm telling you, this is a big off season for us. I can't I can't wait for it. You know, I know a lot of people they they are looking towards the playoffs or finals. But as a Bulls fan, man, I'm telling you that 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 is what I'm looking forward to that off season. Big time, big time. Definitely, huge shout out to our guy, uh, Dre Newton. He said, "What's up?" He said, "What's up, bro?" Man, so what's up, man? Yeah, and then our guy Jeff Hunt from the uh, Jeff Needs Help podcast. What's going on, man? How's, how's everything going, How you going man? Jeff? All right. So we got a couple guys chiming in. Definitely appreciate everybody who, um, you know, checking us out here on the Sunday sit down. Got my guy Key from the from the Vault podcast, man. He he, he loves the Bulls. He got another he got another struggle team. I ain't gonna front. My, my <laughs> man, my man likes the Baltimore Orioles, man. Let's. Let's just talk about by default. You know, I may add, but yeah, yes, and let's let's <laughs> and, and explain <laughs> that, and explain that, and explain that. Especially, I want to hear that default story. Absolutely, uh, but by um, by default, you know that's my hometown. I'm, I'm born and raised Baltimore, Maryland. You know, I I ain't gonna get up and lie. I'm not the biggest baseball um fanatic, you know. But the Orioles, that was a family, that was a family thing. My all my family loved the Orioles, and so it, it was kind of by default. You know, I went to them, but. <laughs> Man, we doing bad. We 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 doing bad, man. It, I hate talking about them. Honestly, I really, I really <laughs> do, man. We, we, man, we ain't been in playoffs since twenty sixteen. Like, come on, man. What what are they doing over there? And then they cheat. You can't be bad and cheat. Right. Oh, man, you know, I tell you, it hurt, hurt my heart every time I got to talk <laughs> about them boys. <laughs> Yeah, man. You're right. Definitely. You know. <laughs> Those are very cheap and bad. Yes, indeed. That is true. So, yeah, man. So, and what's interesting about now with everything, you know, sports are coming back and what have you, um, with everything that's going on now, how most of the teams are now coming back, you know, and now MLB is the one that's kind of like having these issues with the revenue split. What What are your yeah. thoughts on just this, this whole revenue uh split situation that's going on and do you are you uh pro player pro vote um pro owner your thoughts on it um, I'm, I'm with the players on this man it, this and see it's that that right there is a crazy situation at least as i look at it it's a crazy situation because like you say mlb they technically don't have a salary cap, but with this, but you know, with this revenue split, in a way, that's it. It's their version of a salary cap. And mind you, if if we, if you know, back in March, the players they already agreed to take a pay cut. They already agreed. To, you know, what I mean, they already agreed to take a pay cut. Like they, they, they messing with their pockets right now. And I was actually reading something yesterday. You know, all the revenue actually doesn't doesn't get reported as far as like the MLB. So yeah. when you splitting it down the middle, you know what I mean? It's rumored that some, some of that stuff gonna be left out. So it, I feel like they're gonna be picking and choosing for you know what I mean, far as what they what they want to uh how can I say this? What they wanna um oh, how can I how can I say that, man? Uh some of the costs, man. 
some some of the cards I, I don't like it at all. I don't. The players I feel like they they just they they touching their pockets, man. They touching that money. You know, once you touch it, once you get into another man money, that ain't never going in good. Right. I agree. And that's one of the things where it's just like you you, you get with the players because you really got to think about it, even though, you know, a lot of people, the angle is, well, you know, you have many, so many people that's unemployed. And I'm thinking to myself, granted, they don't they not, not want to hear that. But in the same token, if you were at a job and essentially they like, hey, we're going to cut. Because it was you talking about at one point, it was like 80 percent. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't and, lying. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, OK, you're not going to speak up. You, you yeah, know, they won't. So that's exactly, and that's exactly. what I part of me. And then I was even hearing how they were even gonna do where they like the guys in the top end were gonna were gonna take get pay cuts and kind of have an even square, even um, you know, and even um to even it out. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, I'm with you and, on that one. Yeah, and that's one part of me is just like, yes, yeah, either way, when you're dealing with money, and and I don't care, even in good times or bad. It's gonna always rub you the wrong way, but I got you. Like you said, you gotta look at it. Like I said, it's it's these people's pockets, and it's exactly. Effective. And yeah. then it, and then I was um also reading, man, if they have to play the season while fast, <laughs> that's more money they lose. True. I think True. if I'm not mistaken, I want to say what I believe every team lose somewhere. Uh, if they had to do a foul fans, I, they estimated. I think it was like what six hundred something thousand or it was something right. like that. Like that, that's even more money. Right, and that's the, where the issue really lies. Is that man? It's a cutthroat business, man. We know this. <laughs> yeah. And they got, and they're gonna have to get it fixed because, like, because they should be the first ones coming back because they don't want to be the last at the table when you know when NBA comes back in June at the end of July, and you know they don't want to be you know they don't want to be second fiddle to them. Exactly. They need to get the stuff done quick fast in a hurry exactly they need to get all this squared away but it's looking like it's going to be some tension though I'm, I'm t- i don't think this ain't going good yeah so so when the league does come back what do, what are you expecting from, from the orioles <laughs> we ain't making no playoffs man yeah we ain't we ain't making it i'm, t- I'm telling you right now we ain't gonna make it yeah uh orioles i'm, I'm I, I have to be real with you i'm not gonna set up any it for you uh-huh <laughs> The Orioles, I really don't see us doing anything for the next, I honestly want to say about three years, man. I cannot make this up. I really don't, <laughs> man. All my old fans out there, forget it, man. I'm telling you, we should just take a three-year uh, hiatus from baseball in general. I'm telling you, man. We, <laughs> it, is, it is bad for us, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. They need to, they need a change right now. We need a change. And we do. I'm telling you, we need a change, man. I I told you I hate talking about them. They, they just they bad, man. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't know what what happened, man. It, it seemed like at one, I swear, in the Blakeman eye, it seemed like at one point we was rising up. I'm telling you, it seemed like we was just rising and rising, and now we just <clears throat> took a slump. Yeah. <laughs> so so one more question to end your misery. All right, over under sixty wins. Under. They're gonna lose a hundred games. No, uh, 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 uh okay. I won't go that far. I won't I won't, <laughs> I won't poop on them that much. I won't poop on them that much. 
We'll go over the next. Oh, no, we'll, no, we'll, no, we'll, we'll go over. Oh, come to, come to think about it, I forgot because it's going to be 82 games. I, I, I forgot. So we're going to do over under 35 wins in the 82-game season. We can go over. I'm with you on that. I, I think I think I think we could do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 But yeah. So let's talk about the your your beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, led by the Stalling. Yeah, uh, your your boy um, Ducky Hodges. <laughs> well, no, nah, we're not talking oh, about that. Oh man, come on! Don't don't no, do we're that to me. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. So. So let's talk about let's talk about the Steelers now. Now Big Ben is back. He's you know looking pretty good. You know, of course, um, he's been throwing the football around, and the guy saying he's he's back, man. Your thoughts on Big Ben coming back this season? Big Ben coming back is the that is the piece we were missing last year. If you watched this, it was all quarterback play. Literally, that's what it was. That you know we went eight and eight last year with Mason Rudolph. Ooh. I don't see I didn't I didn't see the promise in him. And then we went to our third string. He was looking good when he first got in. He was. He was looking good when he first got in. Then he started looking like Mason, man. Then he started living up to his name, throwing ducks. But Big Ben coming back is that is just what the doctor ordered. Our defense is there. Our defense right. We're gonna be full at full strength next year. Defense, I believe we're top, honestly. And I'm not even being just biased. I believe we're top two defense. No question about it. We are a top two defense. Steelers, honestly, I see us going 11 and 5, but it wouldn't surprise me. I got us 12 and 4 at best. Hmm. Our offense got better. Our draft, our draft was actually a good draft, if you ask me, as far as the team needs. We, we coming, man. We coming. You know, people think uh, them Ravens, they think the Ravens just won't run, run that division, but we got to step in and, you know, slow them down a little bit. Yeah, and huge shout out to, to Dre. Uh, he asked a good question, but how do you think Juju will perform? That's a good question. Juju, and now I'm gonna be real, I may hurt some feelings, but Juju, I feel like he's not our number one guy. I personally, I like the kid Deontay Johnson. I've been saying this. I, if, if anybody knows me personally, know this is who I've been advocating for. Juju to me is a good number two. He's a good number two. I'm telling you, man. Last year, I, you know, I don't know what it is. I like him. He's a good receiver. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's bad, you know. But I look at him. His route running. He's not. He's not the best route runner. He got hands. He's not the fastest. He's big. But I feel like Juju is the number two in, in the NFL. I don't think. I don't think he's the number one. He could shock me. I hope he do. But right now, I don't think he's our number one. I think Deontay Johnson is the guy. Deontay Johnson reminds me. Of the guy jersey I'm wearing right now, he he reminds me of AB. Hmm. <laughs> but Juju, um, you know, best case scenario, I give Juju maybe 1,100 yards. That's the best case scenario. Yeah. So Keith, and this is a definitely huge shout out to Jeff. Are you a Tomlin guy or no? I love Tomlin. Say what you want about that man. He can coach his tail off. He can coach his tail off now. I, I do believe early on he was a defensive coach. And, you know, if, if you watch the Steelers, you a Steelers fan, our defense was looking – it was looking crazy. That secondary was looking awful. You know, and it's saying we turned it around. We went and got Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden was actually 
the start of the turnaround for our whole secondary. We went and got Joe Hayden. We went and um, got Minka. Then we signed Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson, honestly, is so underrated, man. It, it's honestly not even, it's not even funny. The man is a good corner. I personally, man, I, if you hit by his numbers, he's a top 10 corner. You can go look that up. Yeah. By his numbers, I'm telling you, like, our secondary, we there. I'm telling you, and that defense, Mike Tom, I'm telling you, Mike Tom and coach's tail off, man. He ain't yeah. never had a losing season yet. So, you know, they, whatever you want to say about him, that man, that man ain't going to let us go, but so far. Yeah. So let's talk about the offseason. Um, your thoughts on it. And one guy who I think is going to be a difference maker, and I think a lot of people really haven't really talked about it. Um, your thoughts on the acquisition of Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron. Oh, man. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Eric Ebron, top five tight end this year. You, you you can quote me on that. Put that in the book. You know what I mean? Top five yeah, tight end with Ben Roethlisberger. Ben loves his tight ends. And if you go back in the Steelers history, we do good. We do good when we have a good tight end. We, we, I'm telling you, we do good when we have a good tight end. Eric Ebron, with the Colts, you know, he was, he was facing injuries a lot. And with that being said, he didn't really have a good quarterback. Well, consistently. You know, Andrew Luck, he was all banged up. Then he retires. So, you know, now he got Big Ben. I'm telling you, Eric Ebron, he's another one with the doctor order. And then you yeah. got Eric Ebron, and now you got Vance McDonald. And Vance McDonald's out number two now. So, yeah, when you got yeah. Vance McDonald's your number two, that that ain't that's not bad if you ask me. <laughs> your boy, <laughs> Trey, as Ravens fans, I, I hate you guys. Cut Artie Burns. <laughs> see, see, yeah, yeah, because Artie Burns, <laughs> look, look, he, he was looking up to his last name. He kept getting burned every time he touched yeah. that field. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Matt, and that that is one of the Steelers, to me, worst traits. They... They too, we are too committed to our draft fees. We get rid of them when it's too late. Artie Burns should have been out of there, man. He was getting burnt left and right. You know, he, I mean, it is what it is. He was a, it was a failure. He was a first-round pick. He was a failure. He didn't live up to his draft status. Big time. Big time. So your thoughts on the draft? I know we uh, touched touched on it a little bit, but your thoughts on the draft and guys who you see um, having an immediate impact for, for the squad this year? Um, our draft, I, like I said earlier, I believe we had a great draft. I, I, matter of fact, let me stop that. I won't say great. We had a good draft. <laughs> this draft class was loaded in every way. I'm telling you, this draft was loaded. You know what I mean? We, first round, we went, I mean, we didn't even have a first round. Second round, we got Chase Claypool. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. That kind of shocked me because we passed up on Dobbins, uh, Dobbins the running back that the Ravens picked up. I thought that's who we was going to get mm -hmm. because, like I say, Connor can't stay healthy. I really thought that's who we was going to go after. But Chase Claypool, big target. You know, he's getting some comparisons to Megatron. Like I said, I don't like comparing him to him. You got perform before I can compare you to somebody like that, you know. We know what Megatron did in this league, but Chase <laughs> Claypool, he was a good addition, especially to our receivers. Then we got um, the linebacker, High Smith. I believe he is hes going to be an unsung hero for us. He's going to be that guy that gives T.J. Wide, Bud Dupree, you know what I mean, give them a good, let them get a little rest. He's going to have an immediate, I think he'll have immediate impact. And the one draft that, the one draft that I feel like don't get enough praise, 
is that safety we got from Maryland. That was a steal. Remember I said that. That was a steal. That that safety from Maryland, he was a steal, and we got enough the Maryland running back speedster. And that's what we was missing, if you ask me. None of our running backs are fast. None yeah. of our running backs were fast, and we, we needed that. I loved our draft. I really did. I loved our draft. And then if you want to go ahead and say Minka was our first round, then, hey, that's even better. You take that. You take it any day. It is exactly. Boring. Big time. So, shout out to Dre. So, do you think Clay will play tight end or wide receiver? Wide receiver for now. I believe they could have packages where he's put that tight end. But, like I said, with Eric Ebron, I just don't see them. With Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald, you know what I mean, I don't see them interfering with that right now. I believe that they will have some packages in the future where they could put him at tight end because he definitely could be a tight end. He reminds me of um the guy from the Raiders, um, Darian um, Wilder or Walker, the tight end for oh, the um, Raiders. Yeah, for Raiders. You yeah, know, he was a wide receiver, and yeah. they converted him to a tight end. Tight end, yep. So, sure you know, it is, it's definitely possible. But at least right now with Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald, I don't think they're going to interfere with that right now. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And yeah, man. So with the Steelers, so you said you said 12 and 4, 11 and 5. I'm I'm more leaning towards 11 and 5. 11 and 5. I'm 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 sold on 11 and 5. And um, I believe we'll make the playoffs with that. Yeah. Um I, yeah, and it's funny. And I let's see what we got here. Let's see. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate that. Thank and, you, Jeff. Yes, yes. And one thing too, and it's funny because I kind of predicted. I, you know, what's so funny. I think it's gonna come down to you guys in Cleveland. That last game of regular season, who's gonna get that seventh spot in the playoffs? And and like you said, eleven and five will really align with that prediction. I think. And I can see, I, yeah, I can see both of you guys coming in at ten and five. That's something that you know that last game of the regular season, and that could possibly happen. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Our predictions on the Browns, we we a little different because <laughs> now, not now, call me crazy, but I got the Browns winning our division, man. Hmm. Interesting. I, re- I really do, man. I mean, yeah. I know on paper, it's no way you telling me the Browns aren't that team. But now, like I said, they got to perform. Yep. I don't want to get a, I don't want to get too off topic, but the Browns made some moves, man, as far as the coaching staff, that GM. I'm telling you, the Brown. I think I think this is going to be the year. I ain't saying Super Bowl, but I think they can win our division this year, man. I really do. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, Mark. Thank you, yes, Mark. indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, man, let's put a ball in this week Sunday sit down, man. Let's do social media, man. Where can they find you on social media, man? Man, um, I am on Facebook from the Vault Podcast. As you as you see it down there from the Vault Podcast, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I got SoundCloud. I'm I'm everywhere with it, you know. From the Vault, if you go on my if you go on the Facebook page from the Vault, that will take you to all my social media platforms in the bio. Absolutely, absolutely, man. We definitely appreciate you coming through, Keith. Thanks for, for having me, man. I appreciate it. Sit down, definitely, most definitely. And man, and check out from the vault podcast pretty much everywhere that you get podcasts. Yes, sir. Everywhere. Yes, sir. Any final words before we head out? Um, 
Hey man, go go sailing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, man. So we and I'm a fellow Redskins fan. We play you guys. I want to say uh, December in December of this year. So you know, we'll have a little bet down the line. You know. Oh we yeah. Got, oh, yeah. We got oh, about seven. Yeah. We, go, yeah, we, 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 we have go, a little we bet. We have a you know we have a, de- a December date with you guys, and we we take our our you know eight year trip to uh, Pittsburgh, and you know hey, we, 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 hey, we'll hey. put our bets on the line. You know, hey, look, hey, depending on how things go, man, hey, we can hit, we can, we can attend that game. Hey, 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 I mean, who knows? Who knows what positions we will be in, um, in that time period in December? We could be spoiler, we could be leading division, and vice versa for you guys with, with Pittsburgh. So, hey, man, looking forward to that. <laughs> same, same here, man. Yes, indeed, man. Appreciate you for coming through, Keith, man. And this has been this week's Sunday sit down, man. Definitely check out. From the Vault Vault Podcast, my man Keith, man, we're signing off. We appreciate the appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. All right.